you're about to enter an inner circle of sisters who tell it like it is. At least from their point of view. You may not think they're right. You may not think they're perfect. Hell, you may not even think they're funny. But it doesn't matter because they do. And now, let's listen in to another episode of The Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth, episode 20. Yay! Once, dos, tres, wait. Diecisiete, diecinueve. I think it's just dos. Vente! I think it's dos. Vente! Vente. Is it? Yeah, we haven't, yes. we haven't done the Spanish in Vente. a while. We haven't done Espanol. Because we said we wouldn't until we hit 20. Lo siento. 20. Lo siento, hermanos y hermanas. Mm-hmm. Como te llamas? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Llamas. Como te llamas? Llama. Uh, me llamo. Me llama Paula. Yo, yo me llamo Jamie. Or Jaime, which I always hated. I hated it when I took Spanish in high school. The The Spanish teacher would always call me Senorita Jaime. I think I'm we like, got to pick our stupid. own names in Spanish. Well, I did actually. I did pick. Um, it was my Spanish name was Mariana. So it was mine. Copycat. I you did, did copy it. Yeah. Oh, how funny! I didn't know that. Mariana. Yep. Hilarious. Well, because I, there was that, or it was a uh, Paula. Paula. And I'm like, no, oh, I don't want to be Paula or Paulina. And I'm like, ah, I definitely don't want that. That sounds Russian. Speaking <laughs> of funky names. Ugh. Ugh. Okay, you got to get better than that. Oh. Well, I don't want to get any closer. Ugh! Ugh! <laughs> okay, sorry. What's wrong with you? I've been drinking. Ugh! <clears throat> All right. That was a good one. Now I'm going to laugh. All right, laugh. enough. I'm <laughs> laughing. I'm laughing. Okay. <laughs> Stop. Okay. So, welcome to the ugly truth. Quickly, so this week was a little unusual in that um, we have... In recent episodes, like what, a couple of episodes ago, I think. Well, it seems that we mentioned Mark Ronick a lot because you have a hard on for him. I do. But the lipstick um, comes out of the tube whenever I see or hear <laughs> yeah. him. What? Okay. Um, but <laughs> I, I don't have a penis. I'm just joking. So the other evening, I was watching The Big Bang Theory, just minding my own business and I get a notification that Mark Ronick has posted something onto my Facebook page and I thought that was unusual because you know it just isn't something that normally occurs and I read it and it said you know you're welcome and um, new show posted and I saw the you know notifications that a Mark and Lowell show had posted and I I was too tired I had no desire to listen at that point but you started listening yeah, it was like midnight. And for those of you that don't know, Mark Ronick is one of the podcasters on The Mark and Lowell Show, which is another podcast, a pretty popular one. Um, it's fairly popular. Yeah, it's kind of following. Say. So, um, yeah, it's no Adam Carolla, but, you know, they're they're funny as hell and I love them. So um, in the morning I woke up, I still didn't get a chance to listen, but there was a few people on Facebook who also listened to the show and mentioning that, oh, you're going to love it. Oh, it's so great. So I thought, well, what did they say? Did they just mention us during the Solitaire Blitz discussion? Or did they, you know, what was the deal? So Had, I finally, had you read my message by then or no? Well, I woke up in the morning and I saw, oh my God, you know, they played something. This morning, today, was actually the first time. It's Thursday. I was actually able to spend some time and listen because I had had a busy week. 
and I listened to the whole show. Way too much um, of Lowell's feet in the episode for my liking. Okay, right? I said that when they're just like, what, you've never gotten a pedicure? And then he's like, I just can't handle when they start going at my toe. I'm like, oh, that's enough. I'm like, stop talking. <laughs> that's enough. Just stop talking. And he started talking about like a foot massage and I'm like, Bleh. stop it, Paula. And then like I kept th- thinking about his feet in like the bathwater tub or Oh, God. Well, not only that, but then his foot went through the ceiling of his father's house. <laughs> yeah, but that was like in a shoe. That was different. Whatever. It was still foot. And I don't even like saying the word. <laughs> then at the end, they were talking about the taste of the cereal milk of their favorite okay, cereal. you know right? what? It's like, I feel like they're, I just feel like they're taunting us. I feel like it's, they're like specifically talking about things that we hate. I'm and sure it, makes me angry. it was completely unrelated because, you know. <laughs> Like we've discussed before, the average Joe does not have problems with those kinds of things. I it's Well, whatever. We us. do. And that's all that matters to me. However, my point is, is that I did listen to the show and they did actually play a nice clip of, of the discussion that you and I had when we were discussing um, Mark and Lowell specifically because we were talking about Solitaire Blitz, right. which has become this ridiculous thing now. It's out of control. It is out of control. And I still refuse to buy silver. But... Um, I just can't. I mean, I can't handle I cannot take it. I'm still waiting for the 90 cent deal. Yeah, that doesn't exist, but whatever. Um, it does exist. Trip took a picture of it. Oh, he did. It's out Trip there, did? but I just, they won't give it to me. <laughs> okay, well, I will, I will keep an eye out, but I'm, I'm still not convinced I need to buy it quite yet. My point is, is that I did listen. I heard the clip. And of course, that was the evening that... I was recording in a different room, so it sounded like I was in an echoey cave. Right. And um, so the sound was completely off. But outside of that, I thought it was really funny that they felt the need to pillage our uh, footage (laughs) from our um, show without asking for permission and playing it for their listeners. So you're welcome. (laughs) And I've already told them that I won't be suing because it is copyright infringement. (laughs) Right. Do we have a copyright? We're, we're in the process oh, okay. of copywriting. Yeah, but, but the, so watch it. So you be careful. Next time, you better just ask. You better <laughs> ask. Yeah, we yeah. don't want you stealing any of our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Can you, you can't even say it. You can't even say it without laughing. Right. You better not take him. Don't take our five listeners, damn it. Right? It's all we have. So, okay, so I listened that night because yes. I was just curious. I was awake and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to listen because I don't have to get up as early as you do. Yes. So I'm sitting there listening and then they're just like, um, they were talking about us as, right, like you said, as it relates mm-hmm. to um, Solitaire Blitz. And right. then they said, Mark's just like, well, you know, they have a, their own little podcast. And little podcast oh they're so sweet why don't you just pat us on the head oh you're so sweet right so anyways Lowell's like yeah yeah it's in queue and he's like I, I haven't heard it and he says well they, they I don't know if he said they talked about us or whatever and he's like I have a clip here to play for you so it's the clip where mm. I am basically falling all over <laughs> myself going on about how you know dripping hot sex Mark Ronick is to me right and so I'm sitting here listening to it and I'm listening to them like oh wow yeah well you know they're a little like oh my and I'm sitting on my couch with my hands clasped over my mouth and my face is bright red I am sitting here embarrassed I'm embarrassed on my own couch and I've said this to you before (laughs) so funny but I'm just like you know it's one thing when we're just sitting here talking about things but then it's quite another when I actually play it back and I listen I'm just like oh my god I can't believe I said that but what's at the worst layer to it is the person you're talking about is playing it 
and, and commenting on it it's while it's, you're listening to it. It's like it's like you know what it's like? I know oh my god. I know what it's like. It's like sixteen candles when Molly Ringwald she wrote down who she want to lose her yes! virginity to. Right? And she says Jake Ryan and then Jake Ryan gets the note. That's what it's like. That's kind of That's exactly. what it's like. So I'm oh sitting my God. here. You know, so I'm listening to myself talking about, you know, his hipster glasses and his broad chest and how I would <laughs> how I would do myself if I and I'm just like, oh my God. I'm like this this person is sitting here like listening to me say all of these things. And not only is he listening, he's playing the clip. I'm, and now I'm thinking like, is he is he mocking me? Let's not kid ourselves. Mark Ronick listened to that a hundred times. Easily. He's just like Wow, a fan, a real fan. <laughs> probably, like, I can't believe was it. looking in the mirror with his glasses on, like touching his own broad chest, and then like you know ferociously masturbating. Yeah, and you know what's happening? Lowell, Lowell is in oh, the background. Speaking of masturbating, <laughs> that's what we were getting at when we said he had quick hands quick or he hands. was good with his hands. You probably are very good with your hands, but what the point was is that you're very clit, quick to click the mouse and do clit? things. Did you just say clit? I probably said clit. <laughs> it was a Freudian slip. So listen, uh, news broke about an hour ago when we were preparing for our show that Kim and Kanye have named their child North. And I have to tell you, I can't believe that Kim would name her daughter North. I mean, I'm really, really surprised because she's so girly and that's such a stupid, stupid name. It can't possibly be real. It has to be a joke. It has to be a joke. I think that her dumbass douchebag boyfriend, Kanye West, probably thought like, hey, it'd be really neat to name the baby North. And because Kim always assumes the identity of whoever she's with and she basically loses all backbone and opinion of her, you know, of her own, she's like, okay, sure. And so she decided to go with it. And it's so retarded. I can't even believe it. My, my only hope is that the middle name is a Cadence, as the rumors have been floating around, that the baby's name is really Cadence, which would be a, such a cute name. If it truly is North, what the hell? What, what kind of drugs was she on when that think, occurred? I don't think it was her doing. I think it was his, and she's like, okay, whatever, because... So stupid. I mean, it's, it's just like, like Beyonce and Jay-Z. They named their child Ivy Blue, for Christ's sakes. And I think um, Gwyneth Paltrow named her daughter Apple. Yeah, I, David Arquette and um, Courtney Cox Arquette, they needed, named their kid Coco. I believe that Nicole Kidman named her baby Sunday Roast or Sunday <laughs> Sunday something? Rose. Rose. Oh, I thought it was roast, like roast beef. <laughs> like like a pork roast? or Yeah, I thought it was roast. No. It was Sunday. Well, it's a dumb name no matter what. And I don't get this... Like, because you're a celebrity, you're required to name your child something bizarre? No, I don't. I mean, they're all weird names. What, what's wrong with what's wrong with Lauren or or Mackenzie what, or Olivia, for crying out loud? I mean, what, when I named something weird, when I named Olivia, Olivia, I thought that was actually a unique name until I went on the unique. freak. Yeah. And then I went on the Social Security website. It's like the number four name for like all girls. It rhymes with Bolivia. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I can't even believe that they named their baby Northwest. Why did they go Southwest? Or and then get an endorsement well, from the airline? Well, she joked earlier in her pregnancy that if it was a boy, she was thinking of naming it Easton, Easton West. That is so dumb. That poor child. Oh well, 
he's already got to apologize for his parents the second he walks in the door at any school he goes to anyway. You know so. what, though? He is that that baby is she's going to be so rich yeah. that it, she'll never get made fun of. Like no one. Will <laughs> oh, ever... my God. Are you kidding? The teachers, the, the, the kid, wherever wherever she goes, the first time they call roll Northwest. Right. I mean, come on. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Okay, so speaking of hate, um, I don't know what's been going on, but we live in an area that is, it's not, it's suburban, but not really. It's more like uh, old towny. It kind of looks like those old. Like Mayberry. It's kind of like Mayberry. There's a, there's an old Fair Oaks, and it's, it's very 50s, 40s looking. And we live right down the road from that. We're very fortunate to live there. The thing with old Fair Oaks in this area is that chickens are very sacred in this area. They're renowned. I mean, they're known for it. They're known for it. It's on everything. It's on every city sign everywhere. There's a giant chicken, big silver chicken. And everybody breaks for the chickens. Yeah, except for me. And so I would if I could. I hate them. I hate them that much. Well, I do. I don't like them, but I mean, I I mean, they didn't do. For example, the other morning, it was about a week ago. I was on my way somewhere in the morning and there was a chicken. And the thing is, it's not. They're, they're not chickens. They're fucking roosters. And they're everywhere. There's like five roosters and two chickens. Okay? And they're loud and obnoxious. So the other day, this rooster was moseying across the road. It was like a bad joke. And I just decide I'm not going to break. I'm just going to go. They know. They know that what cars are. And they can run. They're not stupid. Well, they are stupid. So I'm, I'm just going the normal speed limit and I'm not slowing down. And there's a woman at this bus stop and she's watching this all go down. And the, the chicken got smart and ran across the road and I didn't hit it. And she gave me this look like, you are the worst kind of human. How dare you? How dare you think you're going to rooster? That creature. That, that sacred beautiful, creature. Iconic. And I just gave her a look like, what? I missed. Oh, well. And I kept going. Have and fun waiting it, for the bus. <laughs> <laughs> right? Enjoy your enjoy your house cleaning. Enjoy. Okay. Enjoy enough. the house cleaning. Stop. Oh, shut up. So I, um, the other, so the other day, but now they're getting, they're exactly their revenge. So they have somehow found their yeah, way. You don't want to have another skunk incident. We haven't. Oh, my God. And we haven't had any in so long. Thank God. I think we, I think our dog killed them all. I was actually. say karma's <laughs> on your side right now, so don't go and f it up. So the other day, I think it was Monday or Tuesday. I wake up, I'm dreaming, and what is with me in my dreams? I had one the other night about a chicken. No, I had like an an sex kind of dream. Oh, okay. So I'm laying there, and I'm in my dream, and I'm looking around, and I'm in a building. And I said, why is someone's alarm going off? It's so annoying. And then I finally woke up and. (laughs) (laughs) And it was really, really loud. And I'm thinking. I wish everyone could see your face when you did. (laughs) Hey. I have to like you had to like cock your neck back and like drop your lower jaw. Okay, shut up. (laughs) That was freaking funny. Shut up. (laughs) I have to do. (laughs) There you go. 
There you go. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Snorty okay, so Anyways, you look up to the rooster crowing. This horrible rooster crowing, and it's it feels it sounds like it's on the other side of the fence of our property line, and it's so loud. And it, of course, it's some chicken who's probably super ancient, so it doesn't have a real nice clear crow. And I'm laying there thinking, you know what? If I could, I would break down one of my fence tiles and I would sick my dog on you. I hate you that much. And it went on for three fucking hours. Why didn't you from like find three three thirty in the morning until the sun came up. It was torture. It was pure. And all I could think of was, <laughs> this is so dumb, but I I could only think of that episode of Sex in the City where I was just they had rescued all the chickens and they were sitting on top of the roof and it kept waking her up every night and she finally was like, bring them in. Yeah. Well, like, we that, can put them in the basement. She's like, no, I don't want to be cruel. And then, yeah, like, two days later, they have a like, very happy life. Yeah, bring them in. So I'm thinking, what can I do? I can't shoot them because I don't have a B- even a BB gun. Can't you like feed and an Alka Seltzer or something? No, because and the thing is, we leave behind we live behind an easement, so they're not necessarily right up against the fence. So I'm thinking, well, what can I do? Didn't think anything of it. Went on with my day, tired, whatever. Next day, same thing. Damn chickens. Well, they're not chickens. They're they're cockadoodle-doo roosters, and they're roostering their thing strutting around acting like badasses too close to my house and i want them dead and so i'm thinking what can i do well they're they're like a freaking protective protected species in this area you can't do anything there's signs everywhere please protect our chickens don't dump random chickens please take care of the roosters there's nests be delicate with our cocks (laughs) right (laughs) protect our cocks Ugh. I hate them so much. I just, I want them to go away. So it's been three days and I'm thinking, okay, I don't know what I've done to you because I actually haven't hit any of them. Are, they, only tr- are they lost maybe? Like maybe no, they like not wandered lost. into an area and they don't know how to get back out? Well, my only hope is that something will eat them. I don't know what. I mean, there's a cat. Vermin. There's cats everywhere. There's there's cats running around. How come? I don't know why cats, cats don't aren't, eat chickens. Why aren't they doing their job and killing them? You know what? I don't. I'm not a fan of chickens um, or ducks or geese. Anything. Any in the poultry. You know, they're delicious family. to eat, but that's it. But um, I would never own a chicken ever. They just I don't know if it's because they have tempers or they're unpredictable. But I mean, those things will chase you and they'll charge you. I hate them. And it's it's unnerving. And I just don't like them at all. I remember our sister, Stephanie, she was a, a little bit older than a teenager, probably like late teens. And she said she was going down one of the back roads of where we live in Podunk Nowhere. And a chicken crossed the road and she sped right towards it. And she tried to not hit it, but it. It went under her car. It went under her car. No, Stephanie would never kill anything on purpose. And it went under her car. Just a person, not an animal. Just uh, just so (laughs) behind her, she's like, in my rear view, all I could see was just like, it looked like a pillow exploded (gasps) behind her. She felt terrible. But she didn't kill it. She didn't kill it because she went back around to see. So she probably and it was gone. It. Oh, really? It was gone. Probably just freaking feathers. Swooped up by and picked it up. He's like, oh, awesome. (laughs) Lunch. But, um, no, I ran over a squirrel once. And here's the thing with squirrels is is that they're unpredictable. They run in the road. They won't leave. And so he was in the middle of the road. So I'm like, okay, I'll just go right over him. You know, he'll stay between my tires. Well, he must have moved because then when I looked in my rearview mirror, I saw him like laying on his back with his paws up in the air. Oh, "Oh, you murdered a squirrel? I pulled over and I sobbed for like 15 minutes really i felt felt that bad yeah well you know what squirrels to me i think they're suicidal 
personally. I think they play the game and they run around. Dad acting used like to they're say badass. they were playing chicken. He's like, oh, I think they like, do. He thinks that they, you know, I think they play they're a probably game. like the ultimate thrill seeker, adrenaline junkies, squirrels. They're the they're the cutest dressed rats. And they just run back and forth thinking they're so smart. And then someone like us walks by and just nails them. And that's the end of it. And it's like, okay, game over. The, re- the rest of them just run away. I don't know. So, well, I'm sorry. You're having a chicken problem. A cock problem. I hit a possum once. Ew, those things are gross. Like their tails are all kind of hard and like. It was huge too. It was hairy. like a. It was big. It was. It really must have been a good twenty teeth. pound, twenty five pounder. I was on my way. I think I was on my way home from a booty call or something. It was really early in the morning, and I just remember I was. It was foggy, and I was going down a main thoroughfare, and in the out of no, it was like four thirty in the morning, and out of nowhere, I see this this shadow kind of slowly meandering across the road. And I hit my brakes because I didn't want to hit it, but there was fog. And so the, the street was kind of slick. So I kind of skidded a little bit and went thunk and I hit it. And I couldn't go over it because it was so big that I would have like completely trashed the underneath of my car. So I had to like switch lanes to get around it to even get around this thing that I hit. Gross. I'm hoping that I didn't kill it. I think it was playing possum, but it's hard to say because it's a possum. But I don't know. Oh, like they like, yeah. pretend they're But dead. it was so big. It was, I just remember thinking it looked like a big gray rock. And I had to go. And it was solid. And I had to go around it yes. and keep going. And it kind of freaked me out. Could you imagine, like, could you imagine living in, like, Texas where they have armadillo, like, running they around those? on the do street? They, do people run over those? They're, like, little I tanks. think they're, like, I think they're, like, the equivalent of, like, a possum oh, in I don't some know. other states. I don't know. But I would, I don't like hitting any creatures. I wouldn't want to. I'm just saying that I have. No, and I don't want to I didn't feel anything. bad about it because they're gross. They're ugly. So. Well, no, are, I don't want to I mean, take a life I, of anything. I don't ever want to no. kill an animal on, you know, I would feel really, I mean, obviously, I mean, I was hysterical over killing a squirrel, for God's <laughs> yeah. sakes. You know, I mean, I was thinking, like, if there was a chance, I'd try and, like, take him to the vet or something. And Actually, you know what's worse is I hit a squirrel once, but I just nicked it. So it was flopping around like a jumping bean. Did you stop? What am I supposed to do? God. What am I going to do with a flopping squirrel? Take it to a pet hospital and see it if they like can save it. It was like on Sunrise Boulevard. It was in the middle of a huge busy street. No, something. I think the guy behind me hit it and killed it and put it out of its misery. Oh, so, so that makes it okay. Okay, so I have to tell you the story. Speaking of animals, I have to tell you the story that happened yesterday. This is, is so gross, but I actually found the funny in it as well. I was um, gone and I... I don't know what is going on with with the cats. They are completely house trained and they go outside. So I don't need a litter box. When we first moved to this new house, we had one. And then they stopped using it because they were always going outside. We're like, oh, sweet. So we got rid of the litter box. Well, now they've taken to wanting to go in the garage again. It's very strange. So the other day, and but I didn't know this. I'm opening up the garage door coming home from running errands. And in the middle of the garage, there is a cat oh hunched over in the poo position, pooping. God. And I open up the Isn't garage that, door. Like, the most awkward looking position. Like when you catch it your is. pets. Like whenever I see the crapping. Whenever I see the dog doing it and he like looks over at me, it's almost like he's embarrassed. 
Well, they should. He's be. like looking it's at this. Disgusting. He's like, look, I know this is awkward. I don't have a place of privacy. Could you just not stare at me? And I'm like, believe me, I don't want to look. I just I happened to glance at you, and I was like, oh great, okay. So the garage door is slowly lifting, and as I slow it slowly goes up, I'm looking, and there is my orange tabby in the middle of the garage in the in the poo position, <laughs> turns and looks at me, and I see it squirting out of his ass onto <laughs> my garage floor, and God. I'm thinking, you can't even, you don't even have the decency to stop what you're doing to get out of my way. So what because, you want to do, like pinch it off and? Well, yeah, he's a cat. Stop it. Well, it he, was disgusting. He's an animal. Yes, but he, you know, don't, cats are normally, they can shut down everything and run. And this one, he was just so like, I am so not moving right now. I have diarrhea and I'm just going to shit all over your oh, floor. Oh, he had you're, diarrhea? You're going to watch it. Well, kind of. I think I scared him a little bit. And I think that's why it squirted out like that. But I couldn't believe I'm sitting there watching. I'm, I'm sitting there watching an animal take a crap as if I'm watching some kind of show. God. And I'm looking going, okay, so, well, now I can't park in the garage. I've got to deal with this. And you know what that cat does? He watches me clean it. Like he sits there and just watches me. <laughs> well, what did you want him up. to do? You know, run get, away. Get a paper run towel away. and start helping you. <laughs> I want him to run away and be out of my sight. And he wouldn't. He just <laughs> he sat probably there. is watching me like, that's right, bitch. Bend exactly. Over. Get on all fours. Yeah, you get He's in there. He's sitting there going, good. that's right. Get that shovel. Scoop up my crap. <laughs> yeah, you break you break in a sweat there. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I hated him so much. And I think that cat I think cats know. I think they know. Um, they might I don't know. I so I think my least favorite chore next to cleaning the bathroom would probably be the litter box. I absolutely hate 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 cleaning the litter box and you know what there is just no efficient way to eliminate that chore no? i mean there's just nothing you can do I've, will... I've figured out a way to do the dog poop but why you pay someone to do it right i mean it's still getting handled but right. i the litter box it just it, there's no way around it and so and here's the thing is it gets to the point where it's just like you can't convince yourself anymore that you can't smell it like, oh, no. I have lit all sorts of candles. <laughs> I've had the window cracked open over there. I have the fan blowing because I'm really trying to convince myself that I can go another day because do I do hate the, doing it that bad. Do you do the thing where you add more litter? No, I haven't even done oh. that. Because, I mean, to me, going over there, would it, it would be knowledge is power. And with knowledge comes accountability. So if right. I oh, was over there and I actually saw that it needed to get done, adding more litter – it's just, it's unacceptable. I would have to take Why don't action. you just, just throw it all away and buy a new one? Because I have like a $250 automatic litter box. Oh, oh. So you have to, at some point you have to empty the But here's the thing is, it's like, so I have like the little crystals, you know, like the little whatever they are. Right. It's not so much the poop, it's the pee smell. Like, I hate urine. Oh my God, I do hate There's the something smell. about cat urine that... It's bad. It's bad. And I've always thought the worst revenge you could ever do on someone is to take like the contents of a litter box and like hide it in their car somewhere. Oh. <coughs> like could gross. you imagine? Like I have wanted... I have thought of all Put the ways... Put it in the trunk. Yeah. Ew. Or like kind of under their seat. Just like a little bag. Because it wouldn't take much. No, it wouldn't. But just it's like a little pungent. plastic baggie under their seat. And it would take them forever to figure it out. But, I mean, I've thought of this often. I've always thought of, like, really sneaky ways I would want to get at someone. Because here's the other thing, too, is is the worst thing is, is if someone's in your car or in your office and there's a smell and you can't figure it out. Odor, and so, odor, yes, odor is definitely the best way to get 
somebody like revenge so i mean imagine having like a little plastic baggie full of like piss and shit filled cat litter box contents in your car you and you couldn't find it and you didn't know what happened like that would be so frustrating it would be hilarious you couldn't have anyone in your car or so there was this manager i used to work with i hated his guts so bad like so bad so i would sit in my office and i would plot like all the ways (laughs) i would want to like get at him and the only thing and i don't know how i came up with this but to me at the time it was a brilliant idea is i was gonna hide like a piece of lunch meat in one of the you know books or binders that you never touch again after a training in his bookshelf like and turkey. yeah and do it like a Friday night after I left you know as oh I was God. leaving so that way by like Monday morning it was pretty bad you'd have to do like a chicken slice oh like god that would There's have been so nothing worse than that oh god and that would have been so see old chickens chicken see so chickens are sting they're so bad they're so they're bad really gross by the odor so that way by monday morning they open their door and their office smells so bad and they everyone's gonna up. be like oh my god your office smells bad. and like they have to be in there they can't explain the odor they don't know why their office smells have everyone's like everything. why does your office smell bad they're like i don't know you know and everyone just assumes <laughs> it's them or something that they did and so I wanted to do something horrific like that oh, to someone. You know what? I have. I don't think I've ever exacted revenge like that. I really wish I had. I wish. I wish. I wish I could think of. Well, I actually do have people I hate. That would be great. I would love to do that. But the thing is, they're so gross already that they already live in their hell. I don't. Really I don't think hate there's anything people. I can make it worse. Oh I no! I have a list. Like when I have people a short list. steal my parking spots, I will instantly key their car. Yeah, I'm not like that, but I mean, I have I have a very long memory and I never let go of a grudge very often, but it takes a lot to get on that list. I think there are 3 or 4 people on my list and that's it. I'm pretty forgiving, but the the people that are on that list, first of all, they know who they are, so that's okay. I can think of two that are probably on your list, but I wouldn't know who the other third or fourth is. The the deal is is that it's enough that if I ever saw them, I would want to get a baseball bat and just beat the shit out of okay, them. Okay, so here's like, all I want to do. Part. Isn't actually, that terrible? What a terrible thing for me to say, but it's so true. Okay, so no, I've thought of, and I don't even know if this is worse or better. I've actually thought of people that I could extort for money if I had to in a crisis. <laughs> like I can think um, of off the top of my head two people at least that I could probably get to give me like $5,000 tomorrow. You know, the unfortunately... I can't think of anyone that I could extort money from because, God, it was so long. I mean, I just can't think of. And, and anyway, no, I damn it. I you know what? I need. I I had bad taste when I was younger. I should have chosen. Oh, my taste was no better. I just they wealthier were just, men. They were just not smart. Yeah, you know what? I mean. No, I don't have any. Oh, God, extortion would be good. I don't have anybody. So I always Damn. just think, like, in a crisis, if I, like, needed, like, emergency money. You could extort some money. There are two people I could say, if you don't give me this money, I'm going to say X, Y, Z. And I, I mean, and I, I would have it within the hour. I think potentially there's one in my life that I could potentially extort money from, but it would be at a high cost. So I don't know. I'm not, I've got the, I've got the mafia mentality. I just want to hurt someone. Well, I want to do that too. You know what? I I also try and think of, you know, I try and be smart about it. See, I don't want, I don't want them to have a way out. I don't want them to have an option. But that's the thing is with extortion, there never is a way out. 
Like once once you have them, you always have them until they die. Once they pay you, then they have the relief of thinking that they don't have to deal with you anymore until you Until the back. next time. Yeah, but they don't know that until you do that. But and that's then, the thing is, is like, but you basically have them by the balls for the rest of though, their life. Ultimately, though, honestly, ultimately, there comes a point where they go, you know what? Just fucking tell. I don't even care anymore. No. You know, and that's when you burn it out. Nope. I know these two people. They well, never would. that's true. There may be some that are like that. Or they'll up it and say, if I give you this money, you need to walk away and never see me again. I'm like, I'll think about it. I wish I had something like that. I don't. I'm not But see, I mean, I'm not proud of it. And believe me, at the time when, you know, I uh, gathered these, I guess, secrets, you would say, I was never thinking that. No, because you you were young. I just, you know, right. But later in life, I was thinking, man, I'm like, these people have some money and they did something really stupid. So yeah. if I ever, ever, and I don't know what made me think of this. I think you just think about like, I don't know, watch shows or whatever. And you think like, you know, if I ever needed bail money or if I ever had to do this, you know, like who would I go to or right. whatnot. And I don't know any rich people. Visit UglyTruth.com. That's ugly with two E's. Gives it a little more attitude, don't you think? Funniest thing ever. One of our friends on Facebook, I forget who it is. I think he's a fan, but um, he's like, so he's like, how's your period going? Like literally Ugh. within 20 minutes of him saying that, I started. Ew. And I'm just like, you, dude, you have the magic touch because I literally just started my period. Now, he didn't reply to that, so I may Well, have been, that's you because know, it grossed him out. TMI, but... That is and TMI. There is no such thing. I hate that term. I hate when people are like, you TMI. I'm like, oh, yeah. I never say TMI. You don't have a period or take poops or, or okay, first of all, or okay, whatever. Okay, fine. But you know I never say TMI. I've no, never said but TMI. I, no, we wouldn't I'm not even, We wouldn't do. even have a show if there was such a thing as TMI in our world. Actually, that's a really good name for a podcast, TMI. We should have thought of that. Well, I mean, ours is fine, too. But, I mean, it's just... <laughs> I think that's kind of funny. So, no, whenever people was like, ew, TMI, TMI, I'm just like. Like, no such thing. You want to hear it. You want to know about it. Give me a break. Well, not just that, but I mean, like, you have to process it. You know you do it. You know you, t- I don't know. Like, Well, you know what? It's a guilty pleasure to hear other people talk about what you think about or what you do, and you just would never say it in mixed company. They would never talk about the fact that they had poop under their fingernail after sticking their finger up a guy's butt. Right. <laughs> Right. I, when I heard that again, we're, revis- we're revisiting that. No, we want to revisit. We'll it? delete this. But when I heard it again, I was like, I can't believe, like I explicitly discussed that. I wish I had a story like that. I'm. You know what? You I probably think, do. I, I probably do, and I blocked it out because I don't want to think about it at all. Well, here's like, the thing about being about married too: is is like you know you can't you can't go back and relive the glory days because. Uh, you you're married. That, oh, yeah. Yeah, I can. It's absolutely. Well, I mean, it's just, it's kind of rude, though. It's I mean, not rude. Oh, please. He knows everything there is to know about my past. There, there are no secrets. I find that hard to believe, but. Believe it. Uh, he knows, he knows about all of my previous adventures. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of previous <laughs> adventures, so. What? <laughs> I was doing a little surveying. Did we talk about this last week? I don't know. What? Um, so I was doing some research on the average number of sexual partners a person will have in their lifetime. And I forgot what prompted me to look this up. I don't. 
Oh, I know what it was. We were talking about that article that you sent me saying, you know, why it's good to be friends with a slut. Yes. And I was and just we're like, sluts. we decided that that's we were what sluts. you said. Yes. yes. And so I was just like, well, I wonder what by definition would be considered promiscuous. So I started researching and no joke. They say the average male or female American in their lifetime will have for male six partners and for female four partners. Lie. I call total bullshit because I'm just like, there's no way. Because I am not that promiscuous and my number's, you know, at least twice that. Yeah. I think mine and is, um, yeah, me too. So, so um, I asked a couple friends and I'm just like, so what's, you know, the deal? I mean, is that right? You know, of course, some people just won't give a straight answer to save their freaking life. And I'm just like... So must have, they must have been lying to somebody at some point. Of course. <laughs> but, I mean, there's that rule where they say guys multiply by three and girls divide by three. Yeah. So, um, which I think would probably be a safe assessment. But, I mean, I was yeah. thinking on average, I would think, like, the average guy would probably have between 15 and 20 and a girl would probably have closer to 15. Wow, that's a lot. You think that's a lot? 20? For a guy. Well, I guess it depends on how old they are. And it's their whole lifespan. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's not that bad. I mean, I just don't think that's, I mean, it seems a like lot. a big number, but I mean. I think that's a lot. Unless you're like a, a celebrity or a, a man If you're whore. a man who got married at like 28 or 30 and you became sexually active at, you know, let's say 17 or 18. Yeah, you're that's right. That's 10 years. Yeah, you're right. Because, I mean, really, what are you talking about? Two girls a year on average? That's not that bad. I mean, and that would, that's ridiculous. I mean. Ridiculous? You think that's too many? No, I think that's like way too conservative. If you're oh, just think well, about college in general, I mean, oh guys God. will bring two girls a day. Yeah, that's disgusting, and it's true. It's but true. with women, I think that I didn't think fifteen was all that high. But I guess it just depends. I mean, if you get married, let's you know, when you're really young and you're married until you're dead, well, then yeah, your number's going to be low. Yeah. But if you you know are single for any length of time, you know, in your older, not older, but you know, in your 20s and 30s. Right. You're, and you're sexually active. You're going to have a few. I don't know what, what the fascination is with having, with how many partners anyone has had. I really don't understand. Like, what what does it matter? The only uh, thing that I can surmise is that if you have had, it, you know what? Here's the thing. I don't even think it has to do with your number. I think it's your attitude towards sex. If you have a frigid, frosty box attitude about sex, you could have a hundred partners and you're still a frigid bitch. But if you've had two or three even and you are completely open and you're willing to, you know, you're open minded and you're OK with your body and you're completely all in. Yeah, you're probably a good lay. Well, and that's kind of what I was thinking, too, is, is that I don't think quantity necessarily determines quality. Because Me I've slept with a couple guys who you know, probably had, I know had higher numbers and I'm just like, why? Mm. How? Yeah. You've had a lot of numbers, but you're pretty lousy fucking lay. I mean, Jack I say sex. that to their face. No, God. God. But well, I mean, it's just like, what's bad sex? I mean, what is bad sex? Because to me, bad sex is either in and out and you're done or it's that ridiculous where they're basically using your cooch to masturbate, which I hate. <laughs> <laughs> and that's happened, and you know exactly what I mean. 
So Don't I you. guess to me, okay, so to me, bad sex is, yes, I have had the person where it's like literally the moment he hit the pavement, it was over. Yeah. And to me, that's, I, I actually even struggled to even call that sex because. It's, it's like, it's an unfortunate circumstance. <laughs> like, it was, what, you know, what, what? like I know what happened and, but I was just like, Barely. seriously, it. It, it wasn't even, I don't know, it just wasn't even long enough to constitute sex. Yeah. But I have been, I have had a sexual experiences where, you know, you're so sure it's going to be great. It's going to be this meeting of the minds. It's going to be outrageously awesome. No holds barred. And then it's like, oh, I don't really care what hole this is. I'm just going to, you know, completely beat off and be done. And oh, thank you very much. Oh, you have boobs. I forgot. Uh-huh. You know, I've had that right. sex. And it so sucks. I guess that's the other kind of sex too. Is is I think, um, I prefer someone to you know, f- I I would like for them to feel like they're really into it. Well, yeah, that's know? what I mean. It's like, but people who either seem like not preoccupied, but you know, nervous or apprehensive or. Like their mind is just somewhere else and and they're just not, not that they're not into it, but they're just like not all in. Yeah. That I struggle. To me, that's bad sex. Oh, I've called it off. Are you kidding? I've called it off. I'm like, oh, apparently you need to be elsewhere. So bye. No, I mean. I've had, I had one, I had one experience where I was with somebody and I can, and, and I knew it wasn't a one-time thing because I tried it a couple of times. This person could not reach a climax and the only thing I can think of was he was a really big stoner and that's the only thing that I could think of because I asked him like well is it me he's like no no it's not you I've had that happen before I did everything and I mean I'm like look I've done all my tricks so I don't really know what's going on yeah no I I feel the same way where you're just like you've pulled out all the stops you're like look I look I've I've got nothing left I I can't even get it creative all. at this point. Like, you know, <laughs> I've done all like, I can do. It's like, you so, know, I RSVP'd. You need to come. Yeah, you need to either polish yourself off or get out. So that's actually my question. So do they, I had that happen to me before with a guy that I dated. You know, fantastic sex could not get to the end, though. The only way he, he could ever, he would come really close. And then the only way he could actually complete is if he, like, took it out and, like, jerked off. What's wrong with him? I don't know. See, that would give me a complex. That would well, give me a complex. That's exactly what happened the first time. So afterwards, I'm like, so what gives? You know, because I was. He's like, know, oh, that's I, just the way I do it. And he says, I knew this was going to be a problem. He says, you know, you already told me you're a pleaser. I'm like, well, kind of. I kind of want to know, like, you know, what was the deal? Like, am I not sexy enough? Or, you know, is my body disgusting? See, it's our fault you know? all of a sudden. It's their issue and it's our fault. But that's how women are. Of course. We're know? all like that. Yes. And so he's like, no, it has nothing to do with that. I've always been that way, blah, blah, blah. Oh. And I'm just like, okay. So it, and that's just how it was every time after that, you know. It, I mean, it's not like he had to sit there and jerk off for like 10 minutes. No, but I, mean, I know. I know what you're way. saying. I know what you're and saying. And you know what's though. kind of. <laughs> God. What? what? Have you ever seen a man masturbate? Yeah. It's so awkward looking. It's like a monkey. <laughs> they look like monkeys in the zoo. And like they're his, very, they're very. His arm intent. was moving so fast. I was like, God. I'm like, no wonder I'm. I suck at ham jobs. I could never go that quick, like ever. <laughs> it's like, I, well, it, well, every like it made my arm run. tired just looking at it. Yeah, I'm not into that either. It's like you know what? I'll do it a little bit, but you know, seriously, this is not fun for me. Bored. <laughs> well, it just like I said before, if it's too hard. 
or I can't pay for it to get done. I'm just not interested. Well, maybe you need so. another wife. Maybe you no, need a I'm helper. Not. No, I just need them to listen. You know, I I will put in the, the effort. I know I put it, and I'm not talking just about marriage. I'm not talking marital sex. I'm talking sex in general. I will put the effort in to a point. I'm all in, and I will. I'm a hundred percent in, dedicated, focused. I'm always ready for the end game. But if you're not all in, or if you got some kind of hang up, check out because I'm done. I can't See, have. A, I'm I not a quitter. I I didn't. Oh yeah, I I. I'm not going to say They will there. always have to be the one to call. And it's usually, it's always that, to like, you know, you're going at it. You're trying, you know, like, you know, everything's going crazy. And all of a sudden they stop and they're like, <sighs> I'm like, I'm like, what, what's wrong? They're just like, I, I just don't it's think just I can. I, I don't think it's going to happen. You know what? That is it's not so... you. It's, it, it just, it happens sometimes. I think I might be nervous or, you know what? It's so You know, rare. I had too many beers tonight, blah, blah, blah. You know, whatever the reason is. It, you know, and, and I always feel bad that they feel like they have to make the excuse. I'm like, look, I get it. It happens, you know, but I just need the reassurance that it wasn't me. But to be honest, I don't even need that reassurance nah. because I know it's not me. No, I know you're a naked girl in front of them. It's their problem, not yours. I excel at that. I'm good at it. I just think so it's funny. I know it's I, not me. I just, you know what? And I think maybe, well, I've never had a problem just cutting my losses and walking away. I mean, that's. Not a problem for me. It's never I threw been somebody problem. out afterwards, but I've never actually like well, stopped mid-sex and told them to leave. No, nothing like that. Um, well, have I done that before? Maybe I have kicked somebody out of my bed before. I don't remember. It's been so long. I don't even no, know. He was still giving the excuses, and I handed him his keys, and I opened my front door, and I didn't even say anything. Just get and out. And he was still stumbling, like putting on his oh, tennis shoes and everything out. like that. And I was just like. Loser. And so when I opened the door and I just kind of looked at him, he put his head down like, yep. <laughs> and then he walked out. I don't even think he was like hardly out the door before I slammed it and locked it. God, what a loser. And I was mostly angry because I'm like, I can't believe I just spent the last two hours. Two hours? Person. Here's the thing. That's so for like crazy. the first like hour hour 45 he couldn't get it up he could oh not get it up oh my god and what i was, was trying per- everything oh paula oh my god i would have been in my 20s i was young Ugh. i don't know what i was thinking and so, i don't either um what and a then joke when he finally got what's it his up name? huh what's his name let's I'm tell everybody oh damn no. it and then when he finally got it up, I'm kid you not, he came in like less than five minutes. Oh, God. that I would have been like, you know what? My mistake. Good night. I was so <laughs> mad. And you know what made me the most mad was by the time he left, it was like one o'clock in the morning. I had a 7 a.m. meeting oh, the next God. day. And I was so pissed <laughs> because I was just like, you know what? I'm like, I could have been in bed by like nine or ten tonight and fully awake and ready to go. But I thought, hey, you know what? I'll take a chance because I don't mind going to work tired and exhausted if I've had a good fucking. Yeah. You know, like that's fine. Yeah. But to have spent two hours yeah. and, and he had a tiny penis on top of oh, it. Oh, like, God. The, the planets all aligned for like the, the worst. See, this is when the red flags pop up and you go, you know what? Cut my losses. I'm out. See, that's that's where you and I that's where you and I differ because I would never waste that kind of time. Never. But remember that whole ex- discussion we had earlier about extortion? Yes. That would be him. Oh, that's a good idea. So listen, so. Um, quickly, although I do enjoy talking about sex. Um, you know, it's my favorite thing. 
I wanted to tell you that I think I've put myself in a position that I don't know necessarily what I'm going to do about it. Now, I know a lot. I do. I love sports. You know, okay. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a big Raiders fan, Oakland Raiders, and I always will be. So just shut up about it, people. That's, fo- that's football, right? Yes. And um, uh, Daryl is has been a Giants fan since birth. I do like the Giants, but our dad was an A's fan when he when he was you know he took me to an A's game and stuff. So I kind of just yeah. like anything Bay Area. I even I even root for the Niners. You know, sure. I mean, whatever anything Bay Area team I love. But I'm very fortunate in that when I was a cheerleader in high school, I had to learn the game. I had to learn basketball and football. I had to know what was going on so that we could cheer the right cheers. If it was mm-hmm. first and 10 or defense or whatever, I had to oh, know right. that. Okay. So I, I do know the game and That's I actually true. grew to really love the game. So football is my very favorite sport of all, but I do support Daryl's love of baseball. Cause he's a huge, he's like, that's he could play if he could play pro he'd play pro I mean he just loves it so bad I love baseball I know you do and so <laughs> now I so I catered to that I'm like hey the game's on let's turn on the game let's watch it you know and I'm I check out I play running with friends or solitaire blitz or whatever but I'm there and I'm sitting with him and whatever and then um so now I he somehow thinks that I'm interested in specifics so, like, we missed the game. He's on his little phone, and he said, oh, look at the highlights. And he's like, honey, look at this catch. Look at this save. Look at this out. And I'm looking at him, I'm like, uh-huh, yeah. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. too much. Mm-hmm. He said, am I boring? I'm like, no, no, no. Why are you lying? Well, because he's so excited, and I just want to be, you know, supportive. Because it's yeah, like the one thing is really. you, am I excited to be like, yeah, you are. Are you excited? No, absolutely not. at all. Not. So he's looking, and he goes, you don't really care. I'm like, no, not really. I, I don't. No. Well, maybe. I don't. I mean, I. I do why I do enjoy baseball and I love going to the games as long as we're bl- really low by the by the dugouts so we have our own waitress that that I love. <laughs> I don't like being like in the bleachers or in up in high heaven. You don't want to be with the commoners. Not really. I want to be where the owners sit, you know. I I feel you. So that's whenever I go that's where we sit. So um but when he goes with his buddies they sit up near the sky or they sit you know somewhere other than where I would ever be so it's an event for me and it's fun well so I'm he's showing me this I'm thinking to myself you know have I been somehow misleading in that somehow you think I'm interested in specific plays or specific is this after the game is over yes he's watching so you've already watched this no we didn't we missed the game and so he's showing me highlights on his phone and I'm but thinking, if you already know who won, what difference does it make? Exactly. Like, why do you? Why do I care? I don't care. What? Who cares about the save or the the catch or? I, I mean, I, I guess know. like when it comes to baseball, here's the thing: I don't know a ton about sports. Like, I know enough, and this is actually the worst part of it is is I have a son who is very interested in sports. Right. You know, watching it. So you know, because it's what all the boys are doing. Of course, you know, he sees. You know his uncle Daryl doing it, all this stuff. So one time he said, you know, mom, I want to watch the Raiders play. And so he decided we were Raiders fans. And so we watched the Raiders game. And so I was sitting there and I had to explain to him how football works. Oh, And I am not <laughs> the best person to be explaining these things. Right. But 
I had to explain to him, I'm like, well, you know, they have to go 10 yards and, and they have four tries and, you know, all this kind of other stuff. And then I'm like, if they get it, if they have to, you know, don't think they get close enough and they hit it and it goes between like those two things, it's like three points. You know, if they make a touchdown and they do the one extra point, then that total it's seven. You know, so I found myself explaining it, but I was, I thought I was explaining it. I don't know. I just pray the kid never like gets into hockey or something because I'd be like, dude, I don't oh my know. God. I don't even know. I, I think they go like three sessions and. Yeah, well, I just, I'll, I know baseball, I, I, I've been learning. I, mean, I know baseball. I know baseball fairly well. I know football incredibly well. Um, I used to be, I used to follow basketball, but then, you know, our team was just, in, it was so abysmal that I stopped following basketball altogether. Well, and even with basketball, to me, it doesn't even seem like the rules are as stringent as like a football or well it's just it's just not my thing and i do like hockey um but i don't follow it as as religiously as others but i do know what's going on i've been to hockey games i've you know i'm too afraid to go to a hockey game i know there's too many stories of like people dying or like you know people getting their jaws broken because the puck comes flying in the audience and that would be me i would wind up with a puck in my mouth like a dislocated jaw exactly but no i went to um i went to arizona to visit my old friend um from a high school well, junior high, oh, yeah. Yeah, Dina, yeah. Uh-huh. and um, I went out there to see her. It had been many years, and we went to uh, a hockey a hockey game. They have hockey in Arizona. Yeah, it was the it's the Arizona. It's got they have the I think they're the Coyotes or something, and um, they, I don't know who they were playing. But we went and we had seats right by like the glass on ice. Yes, and they okay. were right. Well, yes, they have an arena, and it was really cold. But we were sitting by the ice and right behind the glass because she had really great seats, and it was so fun. So much fun. So, like, with hockey – so here's the thing is, like, you know, most sports I can understand I can get. Baseball I totally know. The yes. other ones I can get by and, and, and I can explain it to my son. Now, recently, one of my friends on Facebook has started talking about this free fantasy thing. I was just going to mention Fantasy League. So yes. now here's the thing is I know not a single thing about fantasy anything yeah. other than like sexual fantasy. Right. But I mean when it comes to sports fantasy stuff I have no and I know a ton of people are into it. Like they have like drafts like where you go and you like yeah. sit in a room and everyone like picks people and but um, I don't know how it works okay, and I all, don't understand okay. why I <laughs> that's necessary in life. I I am in a fantasy league. You and Daryl are big no, 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 fantasy no. baseball people, right? No, no, no. I am in a real, legit football fantasy league. Oh. It is me and seven men. And the only way you get into this league is if somebody dies. And there was a guy. It's like a gang. Three like, or, did, you get, did you get jumped in or three, sexed in? Three or four years ago, <laughs> the guy that was in was ancient, and he just stopped showing up. So and they think he died. They assume he he died, and so God. somehow, like, this, like, it's the, like friend, the, the skulls, the friend that I know very well, who I had, well, you know, I'll be honest. If if Daryl ever croaked, I'd probably go after him first. He, um, he somehow convinced these men to let me in, and I'm serious. I'm not all girly, like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I seriously cram. I look at the stats. I do my research. I buy my fantasy league printouts to make sure I'm going to pick the right guys. It's a touchdown only league, so it's super old school. And I go. I put my money in. And once a year in August, we meet at a bar and we sit there and we we have the big, big um, 
you know, boards and we draw and we pick our players and we, you know, do trades and we talk, they talk crap about each other. I don't so much, but, um, I'm still, I'm the rookie though. They've been all doing this league for like 20 years and I'm, so I'm kind of new and I'm a girl on top of it. So, I mean, what's, what's the appeal? Like what's fun about it? Well, I'm, I don't know. I, you know, the, the guy that got me into this league actually was the one that taught me how to do this league. When I worked at 98 rock long ago and he was a sales guy there and I was an assistant, he gathered everybody together, all the women and taught us all how to play fantasy football and I completely fell in love with it. I thought it was the coolest thing ever because I knew football so well. And it, it from that day forward, I have always been in some kind of fantasy league. It was mostly online. But when I had the opportunity to be in a real football fantasy league, I jumped out. I could not wait. So I've been in it. This will be my third year. And it was my first or first year, I think. Or maybe this will be my fourth year. The second year, I was battling to win it all. Wow. And, like, isn't it, like, 100 bucks or something to join or, like, 500 it was, or It's, like, 35 or 40 oh, okay. So, But there's seven of you. So, and everything, nothing's free. You pay for every move you make, every trade you make. Everything's a buck or two bucks or three bucks. So, ultimately, the winner can, you know, receive a nice little pot. So, um, the, the year I was battling to win it all, they were, they were kind of, some of them worked together and they were like, we cannot let a girl win it all. We have got to do something. She cannot win it all. They did not want a girl to what, beat them. What is the, tra- the tragedy there? I don't get it. Uh, a girl doesn't beat boys in sports. It oh, just doesn't happen. Sakes. So they were like. It's not like you were actually playing this. No, it but it's competition. It's competitive. And that's why it's so great. It's it's so fun. So every year I look forward to it. I cannot wait this season. I can't wait to see what happens. But I am all in. I love fantasy stuff. Now, I saw this this new client thing or this new fantasy daily thing and i'm not i am not interested well i played it once and i didn't really know what i was doing so basically my experience was is that they give you all the players for the different positions the baseball one right and they basically it's they do it every day and you pull players from all the games from that day i see so you know if if there's like six teams playing games that day, then all those players are available to you to pick, you know, whoever's going to be in the pitching lineup or, you know, first base, second base, third base, outfielder, all that stuff. So I went through and each player has a cost associated with them. Right. And you have like a big bucket to start with. So let's say you have like $200,000 to start with. And Mm -hmm. so for that game, you know, if I wanted Buster Posey, it was going to cost me like $12,000. Worth it. Right. So... Anyways, so you go through, you pick all the players that are available, but then they also have, like, their stats next to them. So what I did was I was all scientific about it. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to pick the player that has the best stats, but within my budget. And so I did that, and guess where I came out? Last. Second to last. Yeah. It's not like that. I got beat by the guy who actually referred to sports practice as rehearsals. (laughs) (laughs) I want the truth! can't handle the truth so listen we're getting to the end of our show and uh let's talk about the elephant in the room really what i wasn't trying to say he was fat i'm I'm talking about it's like the obvious thing you could have said like you know let's talk about the cannoli in the room oh whatever so my my mad crush 
has died. Your bucket list actor. I can't even stand it. Like I'm he would have. He was probably one of your free passes. He I was. He yeah. was a free pass. And we speak of James Gandolfini. Mr. James Gandolfini has passed away at the young age of 51. God, and I mean, like, that is so young. I can't stand it. And it has nothing to do with anything other than he just was such an amazing, he was such a good talent. It just fabulous. I really don't even know. I would watch The Sopranos and I would just be... <laughs> He gave me goosebumps. I would be wet the entire hour. I would just, he could do nothing wrong. I wanted to be with him completely. Isn't that the funniest thing about certain acts? Like you and I were talking about this the other night. We were watching Sex in the City and ultimately Miranda, the redheaded character, she marries Steve, like the guy who has one nut. He wears glasses. He's got like, he's nerdy and he's got curly hair. But here's the thing about Steve. Steve had game. Yes, he did. And so same thing with James Gandolfini. He did. Even though he was a big tub and he was balding and he had that weird like heavy breathing, like angriness (laughs) about him. He did have When I saw him in his underwear and white tank top after he just got done screwing someone i'm like i would have paid a gazillion dollars to be to be on the receiving end of that yeah you know i think what it is it's well first of all it's charisma it's attitude it's just just like he was such a bad boy he was a bad boy rich and he was dominant okay first of all we're talking about tony soprano overall but but he he was in a lot of other movies. Actually, uh, he played a gay man in The Mexican. And I, that is one of my favorite movies, actually, with him in it. He was so good in that. There's a scene where he's like, do you want me to rape you? And Julia Roberts is like, are you gay? Do you want me to rape you? Yeah, you're gay. I mean, because he kept asking her if he wanted to rape her. It was, Interesting. I mean, he just... It was he's But if you say yes, I don't think that would really be rape. But anyways, go ahead. Exactly, right? So my point is, is that he, um, he was a lot... He played a lot of violent gangster type dudes, even early on in his career. He was in this movie. Well, he called just had that look about him. That True Romance. It's called True Romance, and it's got. Oh God, Chris, I hate that movie. Christian Slater and Rosanna Arquette. Rosanna. Patricia. It Patricia was Patricia Arquette. Arquette. But you know, I can't. It doesn't matter. Whatever Arquette it is, I hate them all. He just just unclean, and they their clothes are too tight. I don't know, but she, he he was in a scene with her, and it was this dance of violence because it's. Uh, Quentin Tarantino so but he was he was so badass in that even then you know he had that look like he had a suicide uh, wish he had a death wish and ultimately she killed him but my point is is that Sopranos is what we'll refer to he had a way of commanding the camera that absolutely was seductive no matter what he was doing he was an amazing talent i was lucky enough to see it the first time around i though i did hear recently that they're going to be airing it again he was on the actor studio uh, in may oh, right. in may and he really he he still cannot understand why he became such a sex symbol in the Sopranos. He said, I'm walking around. He goes, no one ever paid me any mind, even when I was thin. And then I began on, I, I gain all this weight for this role. And I'm walking around in white underwear with my gut hanging out. And all of a sudden, every woman in the world wants to have sex with me. Like, and what that is just up? goes to show you that all the money and the fame in the world just proves that men do not know what women want. <laughs> they just don't. It's true. It doesn't, like, he doesn't get it, and he is having, like, pussy thrown at him left and right. Yeah. And it's just, like, because we want the dominant, successful, confident, 
asshole that's going to toss us around in the sack. But be nice to us. Well, yeah, exactly. Okay, some of us. Pardon me. I was thinking yesterday why this one hit me so hard other than I had a mad crush. I mean, just a mad crush. I remember when he got engaged to his wife. I was jealous. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I don't even know this person. I don't even know this person, but I was jealous. I, I really crushed on him that much throughout his career. Everybody is is so shocked and yeah. genuinely saddened. I am genuinely saddened and I'm, I mean, obviously I'm getting over it. I mean, it's not like I'm wailing and wearing black today, but I mean, it was, it's just, it's just a lot. I, you I know see what? you've washed the ash off your face. I washed the ash. Um, but you know what? It's, it's one of those things where... You know, today I'm I'm still sad about it, but what I'm thinking about is his poor family. He's got a wife, yeah. he's got a baby daughter, he's got a She's s- only like six months old. Eight months Jerry. old. Yeah. Um, and then his son, he and his son were together in Italy and his son is like twelve or thirteen. I think they were actually spending the day together doing like father son stuff as well. No, the whole trip. They were together. In fact, oh, okay. that's what's actually really terrifying that's coming out is that the son found his father and had to call you know, but he he's alone in a foreign country with his well, dad. The mom flew out there immediately, but you know, my heart goes out to their family, and I will move on to another large mafia type character. I'm sure there will be well, many other and movies. I think the thing there will be, but you know, in all honesty, there will have only ever been one James Gandolfini. Indeed, and, and that's and it's it's sad. So. I think that's pretty much it. I mean, lots of fun celeb news this week. Yeah. Complete sex discussion, which we had no intention of doing. But yeah. what can we say? I, I'm sure I brought it up. I'm the one that's like desperate to get laid. So <laughs> all I can do is talk about sex. Right. But um, as usual, we want to thank our producer, Dub, um, for doing a fantastic job on our show. Uh, we'd like to thank all of our usual suspects, our athletic supporters, we appreciate you guys listening to us every week and all the new ones that have come along. We appreciate those ones as well. Um, for those of you that are new and haven't had a chance, please go to our Facebook page and be sure to like us. It's um, Ugly Truth, U-G-L-E-E Truth. And um, we're also looking for folks to leave us a positive review on iTunes, which you can find um, as Ugly Truth. And then, of course, we're on the Twat and Stitcher, so check us out there. Um, so to conclude our show this week, we, um, as you know, well, I, Jamie, am a big fan of Inside the Actress Studio, the show with James Lipton where he brings actors on. And as I said earlier, James Gandolfini was on just this last May of 2013, and he, of course, answered the final questions that they ask all of the actors who appear. So we're going to close with his final answers on the actor's studio. Bye. Bye. We begin our classroom with the questionnaire that was invented by Marcel Proust and brought to perfection by the great Bernard Pifot. What is your favorite word? Pickle. <laughs> what is your least favorite word? Whatever. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> Whatever. What turns you on? My kid laughing. I mean, of course. What turns you off? Greed. What sound or noise do you love? Someone who's close to me belching. <laughs> what sound or noise do you hate? Cars on a highway, like loud. <laughs> now, 
the question that America is waiting to hear you answer. What is your favorite curse word? It's a Jersey one. It's a fucking douchebag. <laughs> what profession other than yours would you like to undertake? Environmental lawyer. What profession would you absolutely not like to attempt? An oilman. <laughs> Finally, Jim, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Take over for a while. I'll be right back. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's it. That's it. That's no, it. No, no, no. You I'll... dare not change it. It's okay. too good. It's too good. Think of the possibility. Yeah. 